Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, brought to you by Bethany Lutheran Church in Cherry Hills Village, Colorado. Our episode today, in case you missed it, it's a recording of Pastor Gary's Christmas Eve sermon for 2020. Pastor Gary reflects a lot on what would it mean if you were a shepherd. I really love that type of imaginative preaching where you get to think about being one of the characters in the scripture reading. So let's get right to it. Here's Pastor Gary's Christmas Eve sermon. It's based on Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 19. As I prepared to bring you a message on Christmas Eve, this you should know about me. I love the prophets. In fact, Advent really becomes my favorite season of our church year because we get to hear the words of the prophets the way we heard at the beginning of worship as Brennan so eloquently reinvigorated the words of the prophets for us today. As we understand what the prophets did, they, they unfolded for us centuries of hope and expectation. They gave us little snippets of what we would find on this night. They did sometimes in ways that we would almost miss what they said because it almost felt like they were just tossing out a simple line like you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah. Or they would talk about things that Isaiah would, would unfold for us, even going back to the fact that John the Baptist would bring words encouraging us to follow this one, Jesus. All of the ways that prophecy unfolds and the way that we experience it on a Christmas night is astounding to me that we could go through a thousand years of promise and prophecy that would bring us to a celebration of Christmas. I love the prophets. And yet I have to admit that sometimes when the prophets speak, I feel a little insignificant. I mean, the prophets talk to nations, and they talk in such broad terms. Even when they talk about Bethlehem, they are talking about an entire town, but most often the prophets were bringing a word to the nations about what they would experience. Even as Pastor Nate read for us that opening passage from Isaiah, that prophecy, we hear about the, all of the boots of the tramping warriors. We hear about that we have increased the joy of the nation. All of that happens and it's so big. And then we, we hear those words that Isaiah says, this one will be called Wonderful Counselor, Everlasting God, Prince of Peace. It feels like it can be so beyond me because it's so big. But it's that kind of prophecy that takes us to Christmas. And at Christmas, what I find out is this, this broad strokes that have happened through the prophets, now they start narrowing in and narrowing in and I realize I'm not hearing a voice that was broadcast to nations. Instead, I get to hear a voice that was brought right to me. In fact, we get that when the angel starts to speak. 
because the angel is sent not to nations. The angel is, is not sent so that, that broad people would hear it. In fact, the angel is sent to the most humble of people, to shepherds. And some of you know that many, many years ago on Christmas Eve, after a couple of Christmas Eve dinners that Karen and I attempted in the midst of very busy schedules of worship services and all of that, that one year on Christmas Eve, we had gotten a recipe for a stew that could be simply put in the crock pot. So we got up early on Christmas Eve, we cut up all the ingredients and we just tossed them in a crock pot. And then much later in the day, when we had a little break in between worship services, we just went into that crock pot and poured ourselves a little bowl of stew. And as I was eating that very simple meal, I had this overwhelming thought that that's exactly what the shepherds would have been doing as they were watching over their flocks by night, that they would probably just be eating a simple bowl of stew. And all of a sudden I realized that this Christmas story wasn't something that was, that was shared 2,000 years ago that we now just remember today, but all of a sudden that feeling like I was doing the same things that a shepherd might have been doing on that night, it brought me right into the story. And the story was not a story that, that prophets shared with nations. All of a sudden, the angel was speaking to me. And in fact, that even gets, that even gets influenced in the story. It draws me in even more because four times in the story, the angel does not speak to nations, although they started, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. And it might have sounded to the shepherds like, oh, okay, the angel's talking to thousands of people on this night. But the good news, that was shared at that moment just with those shepherds. And then the angel went on. To you is born. And all of a sudden I realized Jesus is certainly a gift to the world. Jesus was born for all of you gathered here in the sanctuary to provide music. Jesus was born for all of you connecting and engaging in worship on this night. But more importantly, Jesus was born to me. And I hope for you, you realize that Jesus was born to you. It's so personal. That's what Christmas should be. It should be this personal story. Because then we hear the angel go on, this will be a sign for you. And this, I think, is a really exciting part. That we think that the sign is simply going to be that there was a baby lying in a manger, but not quite. Because the angel says this will be a sign that you will find a baby lying in a manger. I mean, you think about it. Bethlehem, we know, was probably not a great big town. It was not a huge place where we would expect that you would have to go to hundreds of places, but it's not like it was so small that there was only one little cave where Mary and Joseph would have been gathered. The sign was that we actually get to find Jesus. You will find a child 
wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Christmas is about everything that we find in our hearts, in our spirits, and everything that draws us closer to God. Because at a time where we might think we can be so far removed from where God is, God is constantly seeking us. And whatever it is we need to find, God is opening that up to us. If we just need to find Christmas in its most basic of forms, here it is, a babe lying in a manger. If we need to find a way to connect to our community, and so we offer food to those who are hungry, we offer a phone call to those who are lonely, we offer support to healthcare workers who are working this night, not engaging in worship because they're caring for the most vulnerable in our society, and we, we share with them words of, a, of encouragement. We are finding a way for God to become just a little bit more real in their life. I invite you to be a part of the Christmas story. I invite you to be a shepherd this Christmas. And I, and I completely realize that next year, I, meet all, I might be all about Mary and Joseph. The year after that, I, may, I might be all about angels because there's so many ways that we can connect. But sometimes, we just need to connect on a personal level. To you is born this day a Savior. This will be a sign for you. You will find. If you want a way to make Christmas alive for somebody else and you go seeking it, you will find it. It may look as simple and as humble as a baby lying in a manger. But to those who are touched, who are touched by your sense of love, who are touched by your sense of understanding God breaking into our world, there's nothing simple about that at all. In fact, it's quite extravagant. In your spirit, find the humbleness of a shepherd. And in your life, find whatever it is that, that God wants you to know and to share about Christmas this year. And you might think that's the place for an amen, and it almost is. Except here's the beauty about being a shepherd, is the story did not end with them finding the babe in the manger. The story did not end with this sign that was unveiled to them. This is how the story ends. After they shared with people what they had heard on the mountain and the angel choir that had sung to them, and as they shared to the people what they had found in the child lying in the manger, all who heard it were amazed at their story. And Mary pondered all these things in her heart. And then, then you really, really get to be a shepherd. Because we are told that the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. 
whenever you reach out with the joy of Christmas and you, and you find a way to enter into somebody's life bringing that kind of joy, you truly are the best of a shepherd. And so we go forth proclaiming, rejoicing, and sharing what it is that God brings to you on this night. May the world find its joy because you choose to be a shepherd. Amen.